Welcome to the ATM Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news in the football world. We dive into budgets, transfers, interesting fixtures, while sprinkling in just a little bit of salacious player news too. Episodes are uploaded every Tuesday and Thursday and are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at the ATM Podcast. We are also available on YouTube, where we will be posting episode segments and other bonus content. We hope you guys enjoy our podcast. Drop us a like, even a review. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the ATM Podcast. Um, today we got a special episode for you. Um, but before we begin with that special episode, let me just introduce to you my co-host again. I am with Sabang and Munashi. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, NBA is starting on the 24th of October. Um, there's some Premier League games tomorrow, so I'm feeling quite good. Eh, the the month of October is treating me well, gents. I'm still waiting for um, Car Magic Auto Body to fix my car. Wow. The amazing Triple B. Eh, man, South Africa is a limited country. I have to wait for a PVC bracket <laughs> all the way from Germany. That's so great. I, <laughs> and we and yet we have a VW factory slash plant in Joburg, but I it is what it is. Overall, October is treating me well so far. Aside from that, mm. let's just hope United win tomorrow. That's how that's how good this month is and going. And the Springboks. I even Don't think we win them. tomorrow's game. Nah, fuck the Springboks. Wow. I don't care about rugby. T for N. This nigga has no wow. sense of patriotism. patriotism, bro. <laughs> bro, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Although, are you but... at least supporting the Proteas, maybe? Obviously. Okay, so we... you care about cricket, but not rugby. Okay, you see yeah, how it is. Geez. I don't care about now, rugby. We see how it is. Fair enough, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, for me, guys, um, October. Hasn't gotten off to the best of starts, to be honest. Um, I'm sure the, 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 the listeners do not know, but I recently have a fracture, a double fracture in my leg, left leg at the moment. Um, yeah, I accumulated this injury while playing football for the varsity team. Yeah, so I have a fracture in my tibia and fibula as well. So, yeah, it's bad, guys. Now I'm basically out of footballing business uh for like three to six months but yeah um maybe it is what is supposed to happen maybe i could just use this time to focus fully on the pod as well you know um but yeah um i'll heal up soon and hopefully get back to being my best both on the pitch and off the pitch as well but yeah in any case um moving forward yeah for today's episode guys we have a game for y'all, uh, where we pretty much going to, not necessarily a game, but we're just going to list our top 10 players of the Premier League for the past decade. So that would be from 2013 until the current date now. Um, so the way we've worked this out or managed to get this list is that we've asked 10 of our closest friends, um, footballing friends of course um for their list as well and 
from the from the list based on the positions we they place the players on from one to ten, uh, they, there's a point system. So if you were to put someone at number ten, they would get one point at number nine, two, eight, three, and then so forth, all the way up to number one where you get ten points. So yeah, based on that though, um, I can definitely state that we have about. Let me just get how many players we actually have in total here. We have about... We have about 25 players from on this list. Damn. Yeah. So we've asked 10 people for the, for, for the players and yeah, we have about 25 different players. But... The positions, of course, are going to be less than that because some players are on the same amount of points. But, so what we're going to do, guys, we're just going to mention the players from lowest to the top, of course, and maybe we, we can discuss them being there a little bit, you know, maybe not too much, especially from before we reach the top 10. Um, so, yeah, you guys get that. Yeah, I understand the game. Uh, cool. And then we'll just discuss whether or not you feel like they should be there or not. Um, so at number 19, we have about three players, um, all at number 19. That would be Raheem Sterling, uh, Musa Dembele, and Andy Robertson, all on one point. 19? So, yeah, at 19th, yes. Yo. Alright. Crazy. So, yeah, I can see how Sterling makes our top 20 list. But for me personally, Dembele and Robertson, I think, are a bit of a stretch. Are they good players? Yes. But good enough to be in the top 20 of past 10 years? I don't know, personally. Um, they're decent players, but I don't think, I feel like they, they were far more better players than them, you know, um, for me personally. like. Maybe some are mentioned, some aren't mentioned, of course, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I don't think they should be this quite high up in the past decade of top players, you know. But uh, what do you guys think? Um, let's start with you, Tabang. I personally, I think Raheem Sterling is way too lowly rated on this list. Especially if you if you considering the body of work that he's done in the past decade from 2013 up to, up until now um he definitely shouldn't be this low on this on this list and as far as it's most Andy Robertson right that we're talking about the left back of Liverpool yeah and when I come to Robertson I feel like he should be in this top 20 personally because if you look at Who's been the best fullback in the past of the past decade? You know, maybe six out of those, out of us, maybe six years into those ten years, he's been pretty much the best left back in the league that we've seen. So maybe he should be in this top twenty. I feel like it's deserved. And when it comes to Musa Dembele, I get it, guys. Like, you know, stats. 
the, the stats, when you look at the stats, the goals and assists, maybe it doesn't give you that indicator. But that's not all you, you a midfielder is supposed to do. You got to look at what he's actually done for that Tottenham side, to be honest with you. I feel maybe he's even quite lowly rated. Maybe he should even be in the top 15, in my opinion, because... When you look at his dribbling ability, like dude, he was massive for Tottenham in their midfield. To be honest, like you, he, he was one of, he was yeah. one of the guys who really got that, who who had that perfect balance of attack and defense, and especially when it comes to their attack, man, he he, he would really initiate play. He would get past players in the middle of the park, get the ball to the wings, or play it through the middle. You know, but he would always he would always be the 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 main architect behind that um, attack when they're going forward. So he was pretty huge for Tottenham, in my opinion. But maybe you could argue with me on that. But I do feel like these three players are quite lowly rated on this list, uh, and that's just my overall opinion. Mush, um, yeah. What is your thoughts? Because you are just to let the the listeners know, you are the only person out of the ten people who decided to put, um, uh, what is this, Dembele on the list. Robertson is also only voted by one person, uh, as well as Sterling, hence why they're all on one point, and they all were voted at number 10. So, yeah, uh, explain us to your reasoning as why you chose Musa Dembele on part of your list. For okay. All right. Guys, Musa Dembele was quality. As Tabang said, he was very massive for Tottenham and was a key part of why they did very well in the Champions League as well as in the league. There was a lot of North London derby games and London derby games, specifically against Chelsea, even a couple of Man City games, where he would just dominate that midfield. And keep in mind, this is a city midfield that would have had the likes of Fernandinho and De Bruyne and a prime Fernandinho, not the one that was old at the end. Obviously, Rodri, I don't think he arrived yet. And then that the only thing that killed him towards the end of his time was injuries. But this was a player that Spurs have really struggled to replace. They tried with Dombele, didn't work out. Lasso didn't work out. It's only really with Madison that it has actually finally worked out that Spurs have found someone to replace Dembele. Oh, and keep in mind, Musa Dembele, Musa Dembele left in 2019, the January window, because 2019 was when they're in the Champions League final, and that final year has obviously been curtailed by injuries but Spurs for a while and for years struggled to replace him so I still I have still back Musa Dembele and to the listeners I implore you guys watch Spurs go back watch some games and see more Musa Dembele in action okay um yeah I hear you guys let me add sorry to catch you man and then the way this guy would also retain the ball, like he had that strength Bro. where he would dribble past players. Players would try and take the ball off him and he would rush them off or just beat them. 
at, there was this even this big piece of skill I remember. I think it was against Arsenal. The players tried to tackle him, and then with a piece of skill, he beat about two players, I think. Yeah, but in all honesty, I don't doubt Dembele as a top player. Um, but to put him anywhere near the top 20 for me is a bit, a bit of a stretch. Especially if you're talking about the top 20 players of the past decade. I'm sorry, guys. He may, maybe makes top 30, top 30, maybe top 50. But top 20, I think it's too much of a stretch. Considering ah, the, yeah, the yeah, list yeah. of players that missed out on this. The last decade, he doesn't make the top 20. I'm sorry. Um, Considering the amount of players that have been with witnessing the Prem, he's, I don't think he's anywhere near top 20, guys. As good of a player he was, bro. He was... He was never really that main guy. Sure, he's a midfielder though, but it's not like he was man of the match performances compared to some of the midfielders we're going to mention on this let's, list. Let's, that's that's, let's, that's let's be honest. Sometimes midfielders no, no, get no. overlooked though, especially if they're not. Exactly. Especially if... I'm, I'm, so wait, you you were you about to? Okay, never mind. Because it almost sounds to me like you almost defended. Musa Dembele more than you're defending Yaya ah, Torre, but to, okay. Torre to, to, should definitely be a couple of places higher than Dembele. That's for sure. Let me not let me not go that hard right. to be like yeah. Dembele is okay. ahead of him or anything. Now nah, I'm not gonna go that. Right, Mush, are you? What do you want to add on Fernandinho and Yaya Torre at 17? Um, I nah, Fernandinho. I, I understand both of them. Especially the Torre yeah. one, because because in thirteen fourteen that was his best sure. season, but for, but fourteen fifteen they didn't City didn't have a good season that year. That was the year Chelsea won the league, and then but overall City didn't really play that well. Then fifteen sixteen, that's obviously the season where City almost struggled to get Top into four. the Champions League because that was the that's why I said Champions yes. League TB. So that's the year that that was the year when Pellegrini resigned. We all found out Pep was coming. In sixteen yeah. seventeen, he obviously doesn't play much, so I understand why he's as low as he is on this list. So okay. To be to be honest, he could even be lower than Vardy. That's how little impact he yeah, had. That, 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 only... that, yeah, I could I could I could agree with that argument to be honest with you. Because of Vardy's contribution has been a lot more recent than uh Torre, so yeah. yeah. And look, with Vardy it was the it was the league, it was the FA Cup, helping Leicester always to play Europa League, so and even the community shield. I know it doesn't count, but you guys and imagine also I mean. winning a golden yeah. boot at Leicester City, bro. Can you imagine how impressive that is? Oh yeah, and the and the record, eh, of eleven straight goals. Beating that game. was rude. And, and the exactly. previous holder was Rude Van Nistelrooy in a Manchester United team, and he beat that record. So I mean, <laughs> we we gotta give Jamie Vardy his flowers. I I I honestly feel. Like I, I think I said it before, I'm, I'm I'm quite disappointed in how low he is in the top twenty, but I get it. He didn't get enough votes. But you didn't. Yeah, I wasn't gonna put him in my top yeah, ten. Yeah, but if you can see, you'll understand, Mush. If you see the the the, the players that are gonna be mentioned above him, you'll understand honestly. why he's there. No, honestly. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. All right, at number sixteen, 
Um, we have a weird shout because two people voted for him. Uh, surprisingly, I didn't vote for him. And we have Mesut Ozil with four points. Yo. Yeah. Four points. For me, so, so they... I understand. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> it was honest, arguably, I think, the one season where he nearly broke the assist record. One of the best midfielders in the league. He's kind of been consistent in terms of chances created and everything. Brilliant to watch and all of that. If it was a list of favorite players to watch, maybe I would have included him. But top 10, uh, yeah, no, it's a bit crazy for me. Mainly because, yeah, I don't think Ozil did that much. But I do understand he was a big instrumental player. And yeah, it was very entertaining to watch. You see, if you were talking about Dembele and Ozil, I would understand that because for me, yeah, Ozil, Ozil did more than Dembele for me. So I understand Ozil being in there. Not to attack Dembele, but I'm just saying um, even that's kind of how I view Ozil's being in this list as well. It's a bit like, okay, brilliant to watch and all that, but was he really considered a top 10 player of the time? Um, yeah, for, for the two people that voted him, um, and this, I see your reasons why, man. Ozil was... was Definitely one of the better players in the Premier sure. time, but I I think he was kind of just didn't reach the the, the heights for me. Hence why I didn't improve him, put him in, including him in my list. Personally, I actually had no Arsenal player in my list. Shocking me, but yeah. You know what? I'm 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 really happy with everything you just said there. You know, and to add to it, I I, I will say for sure. I think maybe Yaya. To- I think Jamie Vardy. And Raheem Sterling should be definitely higher than him on this list. But I get how the votes how the mm-hmm. votes went, so I understand why they ended up where they ended up. But um yeah, do you do you agree that Ozil is a top twenty player? Uh I I don't think top twenty, top twenty five. Yeah. yeah. Top twenty five or maybe top thirty, but not not top twenty. He's definitely above Dembele, who though, yeah, Whoa. that's for sure. But yeah, not, not, not. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't care what you say, dude. I, I, does this Dembele one makes no sense for me, but I'll attack it okay, for, okay. for forever long. But I want to move forward. I'll give Özil this. Gonna, At gonna, least Özil got four it, FA Cups, so yeah. Now nah, Özil is is clear of Dembele. Exactly. He's clear of Dembele. That's for sure. Almost broke assist records too, yeah, dog. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, so come nah, on, nah, you got to. Loudly. They're not the same yeah. player, guys. Not the same player, fair dog. But regardless, if you're talking impact. about impact for a team, yeah, yeah then even Ericsson should be on this list. Instead of, for me, Ericsson should be on this list instead of Dembele. That's a shout. You know, something like that. That, that would have made that is sense. A That's what I'm saying. Dembele for me really makes no sense to me. But I understand. Let's. Do you want to say anything <laughs> about Ozil much before we move forward? Um. Personally, I would have had him a bit higher. I think what's hurt him is that whole thing of he didn't track back, he was lazy. So I think that hurt his positioning in terms of the votes. But yeah, that's my, that's all I'd really say. That's fair. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think from here, since I only did the, the okay, the top 20 now, now I want to do from 15th below, I kind of just combine the players so we don't take too long on the on the list. So, in a combined place of 13th, we have three players. So, that would be basically four, 15 and 14 okay. together. 
we have De Gea, Son, and Allison all on five points at 13th place. Wow. Nice. You know what? What are your thoughts on those guys? Um, yeah, I can agree with both. I, I think I, I don't mind this this positioning, in all honesty. Um, De Gea and Allison for me, have been the, the two best keepers definitely in the past decade for me, for sure. I would slightly have Allison above De Gea due to the fact that he was at least able to, to you know, get the accolades with his yeah. team. Um, though it's not De Gea's fault, to be fair, but I think because of De Gea's downfall is kind of the reason why I can't necessarily include him, okay, include him as high as Allison for me personally. But if you want to talk about individual performances and how great they've both been for their clubs, then I think they run about the same level. I think 13th is a fair shout for them. Son also. Um, I don't think Son should be as higher than your body and Sterling, personally. But uh, I do understand him being in the top 20 for sure. He's been a top 20 player, definitely. I think 13 is just a bit too high for me. But uh, yeah, your guys' thoughts? My my thoughts are the same as yours, to be honest. I do... I think Allison edges the hair, and to all the United fans out there, I'm sorry, guys, um, that I am saying this. I know, I know, you guys are gonna kill me for this, but I definitely do think Allison's been—he just edges the hair just because of the 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 accolades to go with it. Of course, the hair's won more Golden Gloves, but I mean, Allison's got two Golden Gloves. He's got a Champions League. He's got a league. Um, he's he's been detrimental to this Liverpool's team, especially if you if we're talking about the way they play and the instant turnaround that this Liverpool side had once he did come from Roma to Liverpool. If you put that all into perspective, you would understand why I put him this high because he really changed the way Liverpool approaches games ever since he came. You know, with his ability on the ball. Um, with with his reliability, you know, when it comes to to saving, being just a traditional goalkeeper, he could do, he can do both. He he does he does both of both worlds, man. You know, he's definitely better. He just edges he just edges it for me when it comes to De Gea because of his ability to to do both, man. Not just use his hands, but also his feet, changing the play style of the team dramatically, you know, bringing more structure to Liverpool's defence. So, and also the accolades. So, definitely, Allison should be way, 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 way is right now. Uh, I'm just sad. Maybe he should be 11th, in my opinion. But, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Now, I'm happy with this placement. The I would actually have De Gea a little bit higher. Because while Allison does have the accolades, De Gea was keeping some of our coaches, particularly Mourinho, For sure. in a job. For sure. Especially in that 2017-18 season where we finished second. Mourinho liked to go on like, it was one of the best jobs I've ever done. But TB, I know you can vouch for me that De Gea put on some monstrous performances in that game. And our backwards as an Arsenal fan can even vouch that there were some games <laughs> where he got so frustrated. And I even remember this Van Hal game in his first season where we went to the Emirates. Definitely, man. And then we, the hair was just saving everything. And then 
I don't know if Albaque remembers, but I called him and then he was just like, ah, we couldn't finish. We shot straight at the goalkeeper. The saves were Remember the good. double save the that he had? I think it was Alexis Sanchez who shot and then, Lac- and then Lacazette yeah. was up close. And then he saved that as well. I mean, come on, bro. Like, De Gea, there was yeah. definitely two seasons where well, that- I felt like De Gea was the best goalkeeper in the world. Definitely two seasons. Wasn't wasn't that the game Lingard Milly rocked on the at the Emirates? Yeah, pitch? yeah, it was that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving forward, guys. Uh, yeah. So, in top position, we have um again three players. We have Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez, Walker, and Riyad Mahrez, all on seven points. Damn it. Um, yeah, to be honest, Sanchez would have made my list if he didn't leave the way he didn't leave. Yeah. Uh, the, if he didn't leave the way he left, personally, he would have been number 10. I probably would have cut him out, cut the territory out for him because I won't even lie to you. Sanchez was brilliant, bro. For for Arsenal, he's Arsenal's stand. Honestly, one of the best performances I've ever seen. Um, Yeah, just easily, easily, the, probably at the time, the second best player just behind um, Aiden Hazard at the time, yeah. you know, for me personally. So, yeah, Sanchez Sanchez was brilliant in uh, at his Arsenal tenure for sure, especially him playing next to Ozo. Loved it. Kyle Walker being up here at number 12, fair enough. Um, yeah, definitely being one of the most consistent right backs. Maybe not the best, but I can definitely say more consistent. Hence why I agree with him being as high as he is at 12. Um, Mares also. We we know about Mares, also a vital part in helping Leicester do the unthinkable, and moved had his big city moved to Man City, helped them also complete or continue just to dominate. You know, part of the Centurion team, the treble team. Yeah, um, Mares is clearly up there, also one of those top top players. Although he didn't necessarily have as big an big an effect at Man City, but yeah, he scored extremely vital goals for them, you know, especially in crunch time, you know, uh, when City do those uh, late runs of yeah. this for, towards the title challenge. Yeah, that's that's when Mares was one of the few players that stepped up and did the most. This. So, yeah. Um, top place, I think Sanchez Mares being on the same level with Walker, I I kind of agree with it. Top place is a fair, fair rating for, for, for all of them. For me. What are your thoughts? Man, Damn, I think I think this one this one is a bit of a difficult one, man. Because for me, I feel like Sanchez only really had three good seasons in the Premier League. To be honest with you, um, one monster season. I think that was the season when Hazard won PFA Player of the Year when he should have definitely won it. I don't know if I'm confusing the two seasons, but I think it was that one where I felt like Sanchez was definitely the best player in the Premier League. Um. But yeah, I think these three players are fairly rated. They they should be tied together in the same position. Um, would you personally? I feel like maybe okay. I should have Mares higher than Sterling, maybe just by one position, purely just because of what he did at Leicester. You know, he was huge for them, bro. Like they were, and I mean, he's not even the fastest player. Just his technical abilities would give him such an edge 
and the fact that he just needed a little bit of space to cut in and 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 wrap his left foot around the ball to to bend it into the top corner. Now, Mares, Mares was really ridiculous to be honest with you. So I, I'm I'm quite happy with where these three players are placed. I mean, Mares has what three Premier Leagues, um, a treble. I mean, come on, bro. Like, nah, I, I, I definitely do. He could have even made. Yeah, I think he just, he just stays below the top ten. So I'm, I'm happy with, with where they landed. Mush. Um, nah, no complaints really. I thought no. Walker would be higher though, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think I only two people again. I think it's just only you and um, Javon that. Voted for Walker, in all honesty. No, did, so hence why maybe that's that's. Didn't I vote for Walker? That's why I made the position. I, I think I took Sanchez off of my list and and replaced him with Walker. I don't think. Yeah, you not not Walker. You put someone else there that will come in just okay. before. But I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, now it's no problem. Yeah. Alright, moving forward to our. Basically, we're breaking our top ten now because number. 9, 10, and 11 all have the same amount of points. So, yeah, basically this is our top 10, guys, officially. Um, so, number 9, three players all tied on 8 points, and that is Virgil van Dijk, Sadio Mane, and Bruno Fernandes. Um, to let you know, guys, uh, Bruno Fernandes is as high as he is due to Monashi voting him quite high on the list. I think Bruno Fernandes only had one entry on this entire list out of the 10 people again. Um, so he, he cracked I understand top 10. Bruno being a top 20. He cracked top 10 due to how high Mush rated him. Yes. Yo. So yeah. Um, it's a crazy it's a crazy thing to think though because I don't think Bruno Fernandes has been no he... one of the He's been definitely one of the best players, but the past decade. I don't think he's been better than your Sterlings, yeah, than your Sterlings, your Vardis, your Marises, your Tahirs, Alisson. Bro, Mane. Yeah, I don't think he should Robinson. be that high. Top 25, you top could, 20. You could name yes, many other Bruno's players. You could name so many other players. As exactly. much as I like Bruno, yeah. his body of work is not enough to be in this top 10. That's yeah. for damn sure. Top player. He's definitely a top top player, bro. World class and everything, but I don't think he's done enough yet to even be as high as he is. But like I said, that's due to how high Mush rated him. Um, I agree with Van Dyke and Money being in the top ten for sure. Um, either of them could have taken nine or tenth spot for me personally. They've both been key key players for Liverpool, um, and Southampton. Forgetting that they are this in the Southampton too. Brilliant players there as well. And when they moved to Liverpool, they did. They moved on to the world-class level. So, yeah, for sure, I agree with Van Dijk and Mane. Um, Bruno, not, I don't think he should be as high as he is. But I do understand um, the level of play he is. He could be that quite that high. But, yeah, I, don't, I think it's too soon to consider him one of the top players of the past decade, though. Um, but yeah, Mush, would you like to explain to us um, Fernandez's entry and as to why you had him as your third best Please. player? Basically, you had him at number three. So hence why I made it there. So yeah. 
Did I have him at number three? You had him at Did number three, bro. That's, that's the only reason why he has eight points. <laughs> okay. Um, Before I get into that, so just to confirm, who's number 10? Number 10, it, it would have been maybe just Van Dyke and Mane. Both of them would have been tied at number nine. Maybe Bruno could have been 11th or 10th. But since he has the same points as Mane and Van Dyke, they all number nine. So, yeah, there's no number 10. Number 10 is kind of number 10, to number 9, 10, and 11 are all moved to number nine because all the players are on the same score. Okay. All right. All right. My reason for Fernandez is when he came, he lit like a house on fire and he played all the way well through. And then, as well as his in his time at United, his metrics are really up there. Chance creation, assists, maybe not in the goals, but he. this is always someone that when he plays, you never hide, you play well most of the time. There will be a lot of bad games, but this isn't a guy that shirks the big game, so I do back my opinion. Yo, so you feel like Bruno has done enough in the past 10 seasons of the Premier League to be even considered in this top 10 just off of three seasons yes based on your list Mush, you consider him to be one of the top three players of the, the past, past decade, decade. <laughs> nah you playing games you play you taking nah, a purse yeah. I'm not going to lie about it that was one that, of the that, worst a, takes we've take. heard so far, man. Oh my goodness, dog. <laughs> as much as I love Bruno. Take. As much as I love Bruno. Alright. Okay, you guys don't agree, which is fair. Alright, on to the next take, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, but what what are your thoughts before because we'll let we'll let the we'll let the, the listeners Definitely comment there. They saw some Bruno being in the top 10, let alone top 3 on Mush's list. But yeah, because that's a crazy take for us, bro. Um, But yeah, before we move on, uh, your thoughts on Van Dijk and Mane at number 9? Um, Okay, Van Dijk and Mane I'm really happy about. Um, I just feel like they've, they've got the accolades and the consistency to really be I think it's deserved for them to be in this top 10 players of the of the last decade, especially if you look at Mane and Van Dijk's um, body of work from Southampton all the way to Liverpool. They've really, really, really put in really good numbers. They've managed to, they showed how important they are for both teams, Southampton and, and Liverpool. Um, Mane just, you know, Mane just had a, a, an improvement from from the get go. As soon as he started, as soon as he got his his transfer from Southampton to Liverpool, the same with Virgil. And yeah, I I definitely do believe that they should be in this top ten together. They definitely had the impact to be on this list. Right. All right. Moving on then um, to number eight. We only have one person there, and that is the old Man City captain. Vincent Company on nine <sighs> points. Um, yeah, Company, top top player. Um, should he be higher than Van Dyke though? Should he even be higher than? That's a 
Then, then some of the other guys you mentioned, Mane, even yeah. Gunduan, who didn't even I make know. this list. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, man, company's been a is definitely a, a prem legend definitely. for sure. Like I said, um, definitely one of the top, top, top players. Um, but you know, the for last decade, decade is is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. If you're going to say maybe our past, our top defenders of the past decade, then maybe, yeah, for sure, he'd be on that all, list. All time. But, um, yeah. All, all time. Yeah, even in of all time. Even of all time, he's a yeah. shout. Because he's definitely been an instrumental part of, yeah, of 32, though. Um, yeah, um, I think the only really memorable moment I remember of, of companies that Vinny, no Vinny don't <laughs> shoot where he won the league against Leicester. Yeah, yeah that, that's definitely one of his most memorable moments in the Prem. Uh, he's been a consistent fullback, yes, for sure. Uh, got a couple goals here and there. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's justified to be number eight, though. Yeah. Um. But I get it. I, I, I get it. I don't think you should be higher than Van Dijk or Mane sure. or Mares or yeah, for sure. I feel like those players have done more in the Prem than him. Even your De Gea and Allison too. Sterling. Um, last decade. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'd, I'd have him higher than Fernandez. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Because of the accolades and definitely what he's done for the club. But yeah. Um. Fair enough. I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but yeah, I think he only made that way because I think a couple of people had him maybe just short of there. I think maybe two or three people voted for coming. Yeah. And twice way is. But yeah. Um what are your thoughts on company? I, I just feel like he shouldn't be here because um also the the injuries kinda took him out quite a number of games um for City, especially towards the latter stages of his city career. Um, and also, if you're considering all the other players that we've mentioned, even the, some of them that didn't make this list, they've been much more, they've been way more important um, for their teams, definitely in the past decade, you know, like Gunduan and even Fernandinho, I'd put Fernandinho higher than him just because he's been more available, you know. And he's been more important to me because there was a, a time even when when Pep wouldn't even keep him out of the team where he would, where he would decide to play Fernandinho left back if he needed to, or even center back. You know, that's how important Fernandinho was even to, to Pep Guardiola. So I don't, I don't really feel like um, company was that good in the past decade. So... Yeah, I, I I feel I feel like he's definitely too high up on this list. Bush. Bush. Um, for me, I can. The only part I'm fine with him being as high as he is on this list. I do agree with the misgivings of some of the players that you guys feel should be higher. I disagree though with the Van Dyke one because. I feel company did more with City. Yes, he was hurt by injuries. In the past decade, I think Van Dyke is slightly overrated. (laughs) And for the... He is overrated. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. 
With Liverpool, he's benefited from a midfield that was very good. And when that midfield oh, struggles, oh, he also struggles. Okay. You also have to keep in mind that he's also suffered that bad ACL injury. And he hasn't been the same since. And he's still struggling now. So I think when his liver, with Van Dijk's Liverpool career, he did have a good impact on the defense and he helped improve it. But what was the, the game changer, as we all know, it was Allison, And he was also helped by the midfield. I know Lyle, for example, really doesn't rate Henderson. But him, as well as the other players in that midfield, like Vinaldum and Fabinho, were important. And without those players, Van Dijk has really struggled. You, you feel you like... Guys... I agree with you. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. But with the other players wanting them to be higher, like the hair, Sterling, and the other guys, I can mess with that, saying that they should be higher than company. I can Bro. mess with that. Okay, fair. You do realize that Van Dyke was also top three players in the world. You know that, right? Guys, it was just a good listen, run of form. Listen, I'm sorry, bro. When, when last did you get a defender go, finish listen, that high, bro? Mush, what has fun, what, what has what what has company done in the past decade? Nah, that's that 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 makes you put him above Virgil in the last decade. What what make, what what makes you choose company ahead of Virgil Van Dijk? Bear in mind, this is the best prem players of the last decade. Now we're not talking all time. We're not talking. We're not talking. We're talking the last decade. Oh, I know it's not all time. You feel like he's had he's had a better ten years than Virgil. From what I've seen in the period they've both been get around, the, yeah. Get the f out of here, dog. Well, wish. Your takes are so crazy. Yo, 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 with 28 points, look at that big jump, is N'Golo Kante. At seven. Yes. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And uh, for me, I think that's a perfect rating for him, bro. Kante definitely been the best DM for the past for sure. decade, for sure. I can't even deny it. He's, he's been absolutely brilliant. He's won everything in football. If you don't want to just count his Premier League stuff, he's literally won everything, bro. He won the World Cup, Euro. Did it? No, not a Euro. Sorry, but yeah, he's he's won it all. And uh, yeah, no, gotta give credit where credit's due, bro. Uh, also part of the crucial team that you know did the unthinkable with um, Leicester. He won a Europa League with Chelsea. He won a Champions League with Chelsea. Wanna play with Chelsea? Yeah, no, come on. Kante, Kante is just that guy. And he's been vital for all of those teams. Uh, it's only unfortunate that he would have been... Okay, I don't think he should be, actually be any higher considering the players that, we, that are going to be above him, for me personally. But uh, seventh is a perfect rating and a fair rating for him because, yeah, he's definitely been one of the top seven players of the past decade for me personally. 
Um, your guys' thoughts? Ah, dude, he's such a difference maker. He he would, you know, Kante at his best. He would run for ten players. To be honest with you, man, the guy the guy was super tireless. Definitely a better version of Makalele. Um, dude, what more can I say? He's won everything. He's completed football. Uh, he also has the great personality as well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely believe that he should be on this list. Um, I think I had him at six, so seventh is pretty fair for me. I feel like he, he definitely deserves to be at the place he's at. I also mess with the place, so yeah, it was very deserved. Okay. Top stuff, can't say. Um, yeah, clearly no one hates yeah. you, bro. And uh, yeah, moving onward to number six with 10 more points than Kante. Uh, 38 it is Kun Aguero. Wow, yeah. Um, honestly, surprised he didn't make the top five, but you know, honestly, I do get it. For me, I think he's definitely been possibly the best foreign player. Outside of Europe in the Prem, we, we, we've seen for quite some time, you know, honestly. Um, yeah, man could just score goals upon goals, bro. Considering that he didn't necessarily play that many games due to injuries, but he's the type of player who would, you know, play a game and score four or five goals yeah. in a game, bro. Hence why he's, that's where quite so high. Clinical, clinical forward, man. Um, forever be remembered for his big goal, you know, that what lifted City's first trophy ever. Yeah, um yeah, difference maker man. Sure. Definitely one of the players when you know when even Pep said he could never replace him, even though that turned out to be Cap yeah. at the end. Yeah, but you we all we all kinda of thought that was the case though when Aguero did leave because yeah, um I think none of us can deny he's a world world class striker, bro. It's unfortunate that he also had to be forced into early retirement due to his condition. But um yeah man, for me, top six player, fair rating. I think he should be top yeah. five. Um but yeah I think I think it's Aguero being up there is, is fair. Um you guys uh, honestly man what a freaking player. Um five time cha- I mean five time Premier League winner. Um he's had I think he had Four seasons where he scored over 20 goals. I'm quite shocked he only won one golden boot, though. 184 goals in 275 appearances. I think that's just ridiculous, man. You know, Sergio Aguero's a one-of-one type of player. Definitely deserves to be maybe just one position above six. You know, he, he should be in that top five, in my opinion. Um, and I think the way this list is going, Hazard was probably put up quite highly. I know I voted for Hazard to be fourth, but I think even Kun Aguero probably should be above Hazard, but yeah, potentially. He could potentially be a top three player, bro. Definitely, definitely. So, So, yeah. For this one, I feel sad. I feel sad about the position, maybe. The way way it's going out, but Mm -hmm. yeah. On, but besides that, Mush, what's what's your opinion? Ah, uh, it's basically similar, if not the same, to Abakwe. He could have been top five, 
I think if it wasn't for injuries and he stayed fit, he could have been top three, maybe even top yeah. one. Um, yeah, Aguero, loved you, bro. Definitely would have loved to have seen you, you know, end your career with uh, Champions League. A champs as well as the World Cup, but at least you got to lift it when you joined the Messi and uh, on the yeah. parade and stuff. So, yeah, happy for you in that regard, though. Um, too bad you could not officially have your name, you know, part of that squad, though. But, yeah, uh, forever be remembered. Um, moving on into the top five, top five, top five, top five. We have a player who, you know what? I can't necessarily fault him for being top five. Above Aguero, he's, he's a very, very top, top player. Um, he's known as the magician on 47 oh, points. I know David. It is David You Silver. know what? I'm yeah. happy with that. Can't fault it, bro. Yeah, honestly, can't fault it. He's, 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 um, oh, I wasn't a brilliant player, bro. Oh, my goodness. I think for me, he was one of the, the, the key players that really vitalized Man City. For bro. sure. Um, sure, you had your Aguero's and stuff, but he was an instrumental part of that squad, bro. Um, I can't remember what year he joined specifically. Um, which, um, since you remember Sustance, I think this is where your ball knowledge is actually useful. <laughs> uh, it was either in the 2011-12 season or 2010-2011. Exactly. Um, thank you for that, bro. You see, you came in, came in handy. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Definitely, definitely a top, top player for quite some time, bro. Retired at the top, top level. Unfortunately, retired last season because of his ACL, or this season, due to an ACL injury. But his time in the Prem, honestly, can't fault it, man. Um, I think maybe he could have had maybe a couple more assists and stuff. But on the ball, brilliant, man. He could do anything. His passing ability, dribbling ability, shooting. Bro. Absolutely fantastic, bro. Definitely, definitely a top five player. Um, yeah, can't fault him. I, I, you could swap him or Aguero around for yeah. me personally. They've both been brilliant, yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, I, I can't fault Davosovo being number five. I'm, I'm happy with it. You know what? What, what? what more do I need to say about El Mago, the magician, Merlin? Come on, dog. Like, I think, uh, I think, I think David Silva was such an amazing player. Especially when it came to his passing ability and as well as his possession retaining qualities as well, um, you just couldn't get the ball off of this guy, dude. Like you honestly couldn't. In the midfield, he was such. You were so quick. You were so shifty. For a guy who wasn't even that fast, he was quite agile as well. Um, I, I think he's a one of one midfielder. Definitely one of the greatest midfielders that the Prem has had. Um, he definitely deserves to be in this top 10. That's for damn sure. Especially over guys like Company and Bruno Fernandes. That's, that's, I'm sending shots at you, Mush. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy where, where he's at. I'm happy with that. Sorry. Uh, David Silva, you should have, you should have just, you should have just recovered from that ACL, my man. You still had a lot to give. But it is and, what and it the is. fact that Pep wanted him I'm actually sur- to stay. I'm actually surprised he he were, got as high on this list as he did, actually. I definitely think he would have been in top 10. I'm surprised he got a number 5 and ahead of Aguero. 
But it's one of those. You know things. what I was worried about? Yeah. I, I thought he, he might miss out on this list because he wasn't your your stat merchant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In terms of goals and assists, because sometimes yeah, people look at that and then they're like, "Yo, brilliant player," because because this guy's got so many goals and so many assists. But you know, you actually need a build up to these to these to these exactly. goals. I mean, to 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 the way a team plays, you need a build up. And besides that. You also need yeah, to, and and also just just based on City's playing style, you know, keeping the possession, retaining possession, and that and 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 that sort of ability, you need to have these sort of players on your team, bro. Like, um, I think Bernardo Silva is as close as a copy to David as as you can say, you know, if I'm being completely honest with you. But I think, um, I think Bernardo Silva was bought because. Of of the you know similarities in the play, they wanted to get a guy who could who could do exactly what David Silva did. Um, David Silva was also quite versatile, if you don't know, because there was quite a lot of games where they played him as a second striker, or sometimes they would move him onto the wing. Um, you'd play center mid, he might he he could play attacking mid. He he was very versatile as well, so he was definitely a one of one type of player, in my opinion. So I'm quite happy he did crack top five because, you know, sometimes these sort of players get overlooked just like Kante, for instance. But yeah, luckily Kante himself also wasn't overlooked on this list. Yeah, exactly. I think I think certain players, you can just tell like that they were actually brilliant, bro. You see like, you see when Mush was trying to say people like your Dembele should be on that list and you no, know, because of the position he's at, um, he doesn't get the the Mention. acknowledgement. People like like they, like David Silva and Kante, they got the acknowledgement because they were excellent in their that's, positions, that's bro. Sure. Not just good; they were excellent. Yeah, for sure. You see, that's what for me defines a player that should be in the top ten. You were excellent, not just good, bro. So yeah, and so I, your your argument for me when I when I said there were players who also don't get the goals and assists like that, but up there, the, these are the two players, Kante and David Silva, bro, sure. you know? So, yeah, um, moving forward into our top four, it is a very recent player, in all honesty, bro. Um, he came into the league, first of all, at Chelsea. Yeah, I'm sure you guys uh-huh. know who it is now. Chelsea didn't do that well. They took him out, came back, signed for Liverpool. And uh, yeah, on 51 points, when he came back into his first season, you know, scored just goal after goal, bro. Like, just went on a brilliant run. It is King Salah, the king of Egypt, apparently. So, fourth. Yeah. For me, fourth is fair, bro. Considering the top three, um, yeah, it's for me perfect for him. Um, Yeah, Salah's been. Absolutely amazing, bro. World class from the moment he signed for in a uh, in a low for shirt. Sure. Yeah, Chelsea. I'm sure they do regret not you know giving him a full proper chance and trusting him. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, it clearly worked out better for Salah because now he's shown as the top top player he truly truly is, man. Uh, vital vital for in helping Liverpool get to the levels that they are. And for keeping them up there, you know, when Liverpool do bad, there's that one man that you look forward to and you're still worried about, and that's Mo Salah. Um, 
yeah man absolute threat bro silky pacing yeah. strong can finish yeah just 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 knows where to be uh, at the right place at the right time bro um yeah no sala brilliant 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 player bro definitely a world world class player um fourth is a very very fair reflection on his achievements in the prem for me personally um yeah you guys just thought some you know what sala sala definitely deserves his place bro um if i'm being honest with you player of the season award winner three time golden boot winner what more do you, what more can you say about Salah man like impact player comes comes up big in big games as well um is one he's completed what what he needed to do at liverpool he's won everything um i think except an fa cup if i'm mistaken i don't think he's i don't think they've won the fa cup but he's won the cha- he's won all the trophies you really care about the premier league um the champions league the gold the individual awards the three golden boots i mean come on bro like salah salah is just going strength to strength and this season he's showing he's 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 showing that he's not slowing down as well so i'm quite happy with where he's at um i think anywhere in the top 5 is a fair reflection of what salah's done this past decade so i'm happy where he's at um eh, i also mess with that position Salah's been very good. And hey, to keep a long story short, he's proving why Liverpool gave him that new contract and they let Sadio Mane go. Damn. <laughs> so, you know honestly, yeah, bro, because yeah, we all thought maybe giving him a big contract would make him drop like, you know, your Bamayang's your yeah. Ozil's. and yeah he clearly showed he's a different caliber of player bro and uh fair play to him bro um yeah na sala top top player definitely a nightmare for all defenders you know honestly even though you do you have been pocketed here yeah. there, but either case he's still a top top player um moving on into our top 3 ladies and gentlemen uh yeah as voted by I would say people including myself of course with 64 points recently retired drama oh, wow. it is Eden Hazard yeah wow. um you, you know you know what let me not go first let's 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 let mush go first let's let's see how do you feel about Hazard being number 3 because I think you had him at number 1 um okay Spoiler alert this prop he's number 3 ne Yes don't 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 spoil oh. our top 2 as a belief like just just <laughs> talk about Hazard thank you <laughs> Bad my man Aside from that 1516 season where Hazard basically decided to give Mourinho the middle <laughs> finger Hazard was quality all the yeah, way guys yeah. especially like he was consistent he played well this was a guy who could who didn't even train that hard and he was better than most of the players that really trained their asses off so 
I, do, I am disappointed that he's third because I know who's most likely in I, the top two. But it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so I really wish he was higher because Hazard is like, he's a throwback. He's one of, he's like your, he's like those players we long for. Not one of these overcoached players like, okay, run the ball into the corner when it's the 90th minute. And all those crappy game management tactics. Or, okay, he probably pretended to get a foul, but it's one of those. But he was fun to For watch, sure. guys. And he was also a likable sure. guy. He wasn't. I think was... what hurt him, and we discussed it before, is that he just wanted to be a guy that plays football, go home. Not really a guy that's really bothered by the fame and the accolades. He still wanted to play at the highest level. But, yeah, it's one of those. I wish he was higher, though. He was that good. Um, and again, another shout-out. I'm almost done. Another shout-out to him putting Francis Coquelin <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, for me, Hazard number three is fair. You could argue maybe putting him in silent that position, honestly. honestly. Uh, but yeah, Hazard being at number three is also a fair shout, you know, to be honest with you. So yeah, um, I think I had him at number two personally, so I can agree with you. Been definitely one of the, the better players of the past decade for sure. As much as I hated playing, placing my team play against him, and as much as I hated to admit of the level of playing was in the Prem while he was still in the Prem. Um, looking back at it and seeing his performances, yeah, now nah, absolute wonder of a player to watch, bro. Um, honestly, can't fault the guy. Uh, yeah, you could say he was a likable guy, but besides that ball boy he kicked one time, um, yeah, it's, um, I don't know how that ball boy feels about him. But yeah, uh, other than that, though, as a great, great player, um, definitely gave us some great moments, um, some that we didn't want to have for me personally, but yeah, uh, others that I'm glad that you did give us. Uh, yeah, you could do anything, man. Left foot, right foot, dribble on either yeah. side. Yeah, nah, you were a top, top player. Honestly, nah, man. Shame it didn't work out for you at Roma Dead, bro, because that probably could have been where you touched the Ballon d'Or debates yeah. properly, you know, but... Uh, yeah, it's unfortunately didn't happen at Chelsea. I mean, it didn't happen for you at Real Madrid, but um, you did the most for Chelsea for sure. Definitely, they're the best player for the past for decade, sure. hence why he's as high as he is. Um, yeah, no, nah, I don't think they would have won as much or won nearly anywhere enough uh, if it weren't for him. So yeah, credit to Hazard in that for regard. Sure. Look, my, my, my thoughts are similar to you uh, guys when it comes to Hazard, man. Game changer. Um, the only season, the only bad season in the Premier League that he had was the 14, 15, se- no, no, sorry, 15, 16 season, as Mush mentioned. Um, but yeah, we, I think he only had four goals as well that season. But besides that, he reached double digits for goals. And assists, I think goals and assists for most of, for majority of the other seasons he, he played in. So, nah, he was brilliant, man. What more do I need to say about Hazard? The, the dude was 
definitely Europe's most frightening dribbler in the world. Not like Neymar, who sometimes, you know, he has to sell fouls. Hazard was actually getting fouled. There was a point where he was getting fouled so much that the refs had to had to really keep close uh, like attention to him so that so that he doesn't lose his career. Well, I feel like that kind of accumulated to the injuries later on his, in his career because of how much he was getting kicked. But I, th- that's honestly how I feel when it comes to Hazard because you do know those. Yeah. Sorry to cut you, but is that not the same with Neymar though? Because he's saying Neymar. Sure, Neymar sold some of the fouls, but Neymar gets kicked just as much as Hazard, bro. But we defend Hazard, but if not, recognize Neymar for the same though. Neymar getting a lot of injuries now too. A lot of them weren't necessarily self-inflicted. Besides for this recent yeah. ACL. A lot of them were forced by other players kicking him, bro. Neymar didn't just get injured for no reason, bro. He got kicked. Okay, bro. okay. So yeah, sorry, just that was okay, just my maybe, point. Maybe yeah. I'm exaggerating with the neighbor with the Neymar thing, but okay, I, I that 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 opinion I can respect, right? Um, but yeah, we're coming back to Hazard. I definitely do think maybe, maybe in two seasons, uh, maybe people people will put. Salah above Hazard. Personally, for me, I feel yeah. like Salah could, should have been higher than Hazard on this list. I had him at number two on my list. But, yeah, maybe... I, I, I can definitely see why Hazard is, is higher than, than Salah. I'm not really fighting too much about that. But, yeah, um, I can't complain. So, we can actually move on to the next one. Right, at number two, the second Premier League top goal scorer, um, man who scored plenty of goals, bagging goals, left, right and centre, head, outside the box, inside the box, pins, no matter what you wanted, um, goes goals, apparently, some of them he just the claimed without forward. scoring, but he's... He, yeah, complete forward. As we know, it is Harry Kane of Spurs um, with 71 points. So, um, yeah, now nah, for me, hate to admit it, bro. Um, now that he's out of Spurs, I'm very happy. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was a nightmare of a footballer to play against, bro. He's honestly top three forwards in the world right now. For sure. Um, and he has been for quite some time, in all honesty. Um, there was a time where he broke out where I thought, you know what, maybe it's a one-season wonder, but then the next season he scored just as much, and then the next season he did it again, and I was like, you know what, okay, this guy's a real deal, bro. Sure. Um, yeah, Kane is definitely proven to be definitely one of the world's elite number nines, for sure, and he's right now moved to an elite team where he can finally Get the accolades to bag his to to complement his ability, that, you know. Sure. Um, it was unfortunate that he never won anything at Spurs, but for him, I mean, but for a lot of footballing fans, it's fantastic because we don't want to see Spurs win anything. Let's that, be honest. No. But uh, yeah, um, he carried Spurs to the first ever Champions League final. Took them nearly all the way in terms of Premier League. Um, yeah, no, came. Definitely instrumental forward, bro. Golden Boot winner, I think, two, is it two two or three times? I'm not too sure. 
but uh, yeah, he's he's been instrumental for Spurs and uh, two hundred plus goals in the Prem, bro. Nah, let's you can't you can't for not having your top nah, ten, sure. let alone top two. So yeah, definitely second place for Kane makes total sense. Um, yeah, I don't think he could be any higher because the player we're gonna that's, that's number one. I don't think it's without a question. But yeah. Uh, before we move on to him, what are you guys' thoughts on Harry Kane at number two? Look, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay with him being number two. I don't know if I'm fully there yet with 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 how high he is on this list, but I'm okay with number two, right? Um, but because the only argument, the only real argument about Harry Kane that I have is not his scoring ability; it's just him turning up in the big games if I'm being honest with you, because I didn't see enough from him in the big games, except against Arsenal. You, But most of those goals against Arsenal was was pens, but, I, but a goal's a goal at the end of the day. But coming back to Harry Kane's abilities, I just want to say this, bro. How does a guy go from the 2013-14 season scoring three goals, right, to 2014-15 scoring 21? I think at that point, right, I really felt like he's he's Michu. <laughs> I don't know for the guys who remember Michu, he was one of the Premier League's greatest one season wonders. That's for damn sure when during his time at Swansea. But I really thought that that's that's how um, Harry Kane's trajectory would go. But he just kept going and going each season. Three time Golden Boot winner. He had two seasons where he scored thirty goals. I mean, the guy is just ridiculous. He definitely was Tottenham's brightest spot. That's for damn sure. Their most important player. Um, they are their best player in, in history. That's for damn sure. And yeah, he, he definitely deserves to be placed where he is. He would have had the accolades to go with it had he had gone to a better team. But you know, you you know how it is. At the end of the day, maybe you can't have it all. But and hopefully, I wish him luck at Bayern Munich. Hopefully, he can win a couple of trophies down there. Um. Okay, for me, I wouldn't have put him. I wouldn't have put Harry Kane above Hazard. But it's not really that yeah. egregious. He's been fairly consistent. I wouldn't say more consistent than Hazard, but that's more. But I say that more towards because of their time, the years under Nuno and Mourinho, as well as the back end of Pochettino's time when it was going wrong. That's the main reason why I wouldn't have put him above Hazard, but it's not that big a drop-off that I'd say. Ah, it's egregious. So it's just one of those. Yeah, I can be number two is fair, bro. Especially considering even last season how terrible Spurs were, yet he managed to still get thirty plus goals, yeah. which really went under the radar. If it wasn't for you know Erling Holland bagging you know forty, uh, what big year forty? Pretty much, we would have all been speaking about how good Kane was. On a very terrible Spurs team, That's bro. True. So, yeah, no, dog. Kane, Kane has been consistent, bro. He's definitely that 20-plus goal a season striker, which everyone 
which every top team cries for, you know. So yeah, definitely number two for me. Um, I didn't have him at number two. I think I had him at number four. I think I had Hazard and Salah just above him. But you know what? I can't fault him being at number two, you know, honestly, considering everything he's done. He probably would have definitely deserved it if Spurs, you know, won something. But unfortunately, you can't pick who you play yeah. for. I mean, technically you can, but yeah. Um, it's, it is what it is. He made the most of the, the cards he was dealt with, hence why. And considering those cards weren't very great, Nah, being number two, it's it's a fair it's a fair reflection on him. No honesty. Yeah. But yeah. Um now moving forward into our top play of the past decade. For me, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious guys, it's the Man City Talisman. Uh the for me possibly the greatest Premier Field of all time. Of all time, no honesty. Um yeah, and that is Kevin De Bruyne. My goodness, what can you not say about him, bro? Passing ability, absolutely perfect, bro. Nine times out of ten, he's gonna find his man. Um, the way he passes a ball, it's it's so majestic, yeah. bro. Um, yeah, no, he can. Some passes you don't even understand how he made it or how he got how he got the player there. And not only that, bro, he's also developed his shooting side, bro. Left right foot, foot, right nah. foot, outside the box. Bro, bang them in, bro. He will bang them in. He can carry the ball from his half into the opponent's set half. Pieces. You know, dribbling pass players, strong on the ball, set pieces. What more can we not say about Kevin De Bruyne, bro? He definitely the top, top, top player. Not just um, the prem. Tied with... And on the on the top assist record with Thierry Henry, bro, potentially could break it anytime soon, you know, considering he has someone like Holland up front now to feed to. Um but yeah, no. Um yeah, Kevin De Bruyne just for me the ultimate player, an absolute engine, works for the team, you know, till he freaking turns red and you can yeah, see yeah. it. Um or pink. <laughs> but yeah, no. Kevin De Bruyne, absolute, absolute Joy of a player to watch, bro. Um, one of the few elite players that we have in the Prem, like not just world class, elite as in the best of the best, the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. And that is Kevin De Bruyne, bro. And he's been the best player in the league for the past maybe five, six years, sure. bro. Um, honestly, sure. he's, he's he's just been that good, dog. And yeah, him winning the amount of titles he's won also just for me. Kind of cements him being the best midfielder of in the of Premier League history, bro. Genuinely, um, sure you have your Gerrards, your Skulls, your Lampards, um, yeah. But I'm, I just think the winners, all of those players, and more, bro. Yeah, personally, so yeah, for me, Kevin De Bruyne, easy number one, bro. Definitely the best player we've seen for sure. Um, I think. Where, if I'm not too sure, I think um only two people didn't have him at number one. That's why he has eighty four instead of like a perfect hundred. Um, yeah, I think it was Wish. Of and, course. 
Yeah, Mush Mush had him at where did Mush have him, bro? I had him at number two. Yeah, that's 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 number two. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Okay, at, at at least it wasn't it wasn't yeah, not not nothing too crazy, but yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, I think everyone else had Kevin De Bruyne at number one. Or for Monashi and um Gavin, surprisingly. Yeah, that's the supporter. Um, so yeah. Yeah, Gavin Gavin had Gavin had yeah, Gavin had Kane at number one. But yeah. Um yeah. Kane at number so, one. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I understand, bro. Kane Kane did burn stretch, bro, the but nowhere near Kevin De Bruyne for me, bro. Yeah. So I understand why he's that he's, he's that good, but yeah, for me, Kevin De Bruyne, easy number one, no no question or to doubt him at all. Um, but yeah, your guys' thoughts on him at number one? Nah, mine mine are identical to yours. To be honest, I definitely do think he's not just the best midfielder in the Premier League. He's arguably the best midfielder in the world. When available, hopefully he can. Hopefully this is injury struggles that he had in this past, I would say, two seasons. Because at least three seasons ago, he did have quite a bit more of availability. He was he was playing? He had a couple of a couple of hits here and there, but I would really only count the injury crisis for, from last season up until now. Um, he's he's been perfect, man. What more do I need to say about Hazard? The perfect midfielder, left, right foot works for the team. Uh, world class ability on the ball. Honestly, great set piece specialist. Despite him being six foot, you wouldn't usually. You know, if he was if he was playing in back in the days, they probably wouldn't want him on those corners because of his height. But I mean. There's no one better than him on the ball, bro. Like, like especially when it comes to set pieces, there's no one better than him on the ball. So, De Bruyne, now the number one spot, well deserved in my opinion. I am happy with it. Um, and yeah, I'm starting to see why Kane could have maybe been number one, but nah, De Bruyne, De Bruyne has to be number one because he's the best. He's the best. He's been the best midfielder in the world for the past couple of seasons, guys, and maybe even the best player. Okay, maybe not that. Not in the world. That's a that's a bit of a stretch. But yeah, definitely the best midfielder in the world. So it's deserved from De Bruyne. Hazard should have been number one. That's what I. That's how I feel. But the moment you said Hazard was number three, it was kind of obvious that. De Bruyne was gonna be number one. We used to. Uh, I guess it's one of those. Uh, sorry, man. I was, huh? I was about to say. You know, we used to complain about Hazard being overrated, eh? And then now, uh, it's it's crazy how we're we starting to acknowledge his talent as the years has gone by. It's quite yeah. crazy. Yeah, not 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 the best we've seen. Like Mush is still kind of overrating him to be number yeah. one. It's crazy, but over De Bruyne, it's crazy. But... Yeah, Chief, I think he's, you're he's calling the Bruyne the best Premier League midfielder of sure. all time. Sure. But he is. But he is. He as is. Much as I love not of all time. Of all time, he is, bro. Easily. Oh. Bro. Oh my goodness, dog. 
You, you, schools is right there. We've had this argument. It's better than schools, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. Mush, Mush, you need to let go. You, you kind of a nostalgia merchant, bro. He's not. He's schools is brilliant, dog. Imagine the Bruyne playing in the early two thousands. He would have killed them. He would have killed them. Destroyed everyone, bro. Schools is a top midfielder, son. Don't get me wrong, son. As much as you know, Xavi and Iniesta also said they'd love to play with schools. They would have loved to play with the Bruyne, bro. They would have loved to play with the Bruyne. Absolutely amazing, bro. Both in their prime, schools will chow the Bruyne. That's cap. Alone in the midfield. That's how good he is. Dude. Dude. Sorry, Mush. Dude, I love skulls. Don't get me wrong. As as an awesome fan and I hate to admit skulls is absolutely top, top class. The Bruyne is elite, bro. Sorry, son. The Bruyne is just <laughs> no, that's that's the closest to you see if there's like certain players. You wouldn't compare your Scorsi to like your Madrid's, bro. That's the thing. You wouldn't compare Scorsi to a Madrid. The Bruyne and Madrid are those type of players, bro. Those are the top midfielders in world football, bro. On the day, oh my goodness, bro. Sorry, sorry. The Bruyne easily Hopefully. best midfield, best player of all time. But yeah, well, we can also leave it up to to the listeners, bro. What do they think? Would you <laughs> do you think the Bruyne is the best of all time, or do you agree with Mush's? Whose takes have been, Plus. you know, kind of sus. Um, that goals is the best Company, over the winner. Bruno take Fernandez that? did not deserve to be in nowhere near the top ten. Mush Trapia also Trapia as well. Trapia the Mush. I'm sorry, dude. Your list is so sus. My goodness. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Um, I think that that there you have it. That's our list our top 10 um just to go through it with you guys again just the top 10 alone though we have Bruyne at number one kane at number two has it the salah david silver aguero kante company and at 10th 11th and 10th 9th 10th and 11th is van dyke money and uh questionable fernandez but uh <laughs> yeah that that's that's our ATM top 10 players of the past decade. Um, and with that being said, it's been your hosts, um, your boy, um, Albakwe, and uh, my boys, Mush and TV. Thank you again for your guys' contribution and also the the homies we ask for their list. Thank you guys for your contribution to our list. Um, before we knock off, um, please do make sure you check our socials linked in the description. And uh, yeah, be to be sure to tune in next time. And with that being said, it's been your boys, love, love, and.